Hello and welcome to the Smallwood Sessions. I'm your host, Josh Taylor. Welcome to episode 36, The Two Podcasts. We are very lucky to have a special guest with us today, Mr. Joel Bennett, half of the Boozy and Baked show on Saturday nights at Singer's Karaoke Club. He is boozy. Uh, we couldn't get baked today. He had stuff going on, but that's all right. I get it. I'm baked a lot too, and I understand we got stuff going on. So we got Boozy from Boozy and Baked, half of the podcast Residual Exhale, which you guys can find on Google Podcasts. You can find it on Spotify, Anchor. Joel's going to tell you all the places you can find that. But welcome to the Smallwood Sessions. Remember, you can get a hold of us on Twitter, Swood Sessions, Instagram, Swood Sessions, Facebook, Smallwood Sessions, or smallwoodsessions.com. Go there and check out all the cool stuff we got going on on the website. All kinds of cool stuff. Uh, I hope you guys enjoy the episode, and I hope you enjoy Joel. Uh, he's going to tell you where to find him at the end of the episode. So stick around. Thanks, guys. All right, welcome to the Smallwood Sessions. I'm your host, Josh Taylor. With me, as always, is Dave. How's it going, Dave? It's going great, Josh. It's going great. It's going great for me, too. We actually have a very special guest here, uh, Joel Bennett from Residual Exhale. How's it going, man? Oh, it's going pretty good. I don't know about very special, but yeah. uh, I'm, huh. people have told me I'm special. I, I think you're very special. Really not sure what they mean by that. <laughs> Are you a big Huey Lewis fan? Uh, I, I was a big Huey Lewis fan back in the day, yeah, all sure. All right, all right. Well, yeah. there we go. That, and that means you're at least a little special. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so <laughs> we're going to get started. We're going to get right into it today uh, with what you're watching. So, uh, Joel... What you watching? Well, I'm watching. Uh, <clears throat> I tend to watch things that normal people don't really have ever heard of. Um, right now, I'm watching a show called uh, Intelligence. I guess it was Canada's answer to The Wire. Oh yeah. Yeah, and there's only two seasons of it, um, and it took place in like 2005. Well, that's because or, of the exchange rate, probably. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> 2005 through seven, I think it was on. And uh, I didn't realize that when I first started watching it. I thought it was a modern thing. I didn't look at the, the, the time when it came out. Mm-hmm. And I was just like, oh, it's you know, a crime show like The Wire. Okay. And they were using flip phones and beepers. <laughs> and I was like, what, when, when, did this take, when does this take place? Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> but so, it's really cool. There's a lot of like, uh, there's like five different storylines going on all the time. And this big uh, drug dealer. And oh, that was the other the kicker was they like, the drug dealer was for uh, pot. And I was like. Pot's legal in Canada. In Canada, and yeah, I mean, and ba- even ba- even like when you said this came out in two thousand five, two thousand four, was it set in two thousand five, two thousand four? Yeah, yeah. But that was their big thing. There was like the, this this one guy is this big weed dealer, and like and he's in Vancouver, and he's like the big drug kingpin. No, <laughs> none of the actors that I've ever heard of, except for Matt Frewer. Matt Frewer was in it, and I was like, oh, I know that name. So, you know, yeah. Max Hedrum. Max Hedrum. Yeah. 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 Say Max Hedrum. Yeah. Max Hedrum. That's pretty Yeah, great. so I've been, I've been watching that lately. That's uh, a, a little pretty, bit of that. Pretty a little bit of reference right there. Max Hedrum. <laughs> Max Hedrum. Yeah, that's well, very I modern. Mean, you can look him up on your flip phone. <laughs> yeah. Wait, no. Flip phone so what, what platform is that on? That's on Netflix. Netflix, do you want to sponsor the podcast? Feel free. Yeah, feel free. We talk about you a lot. A lot. Yeah. <laughs> so, so it's Canadian Wire. I might yeah. have checked that out, see what that's all about. That and, of course, The Boys just started, so I started watching that again. Season 2? Uh, the Boys, season, season 2 I, of uh, um, Amazon Prime. Yeah, I've been told by a lot of people that I need to watch oh, it's uh, phenomenal. season 1, because uh, it's great, and I like superhero stuff. But they're like B superheroes, right? They're not like the... It's not like you're Superman and Batman, it's like... Well, no, there's a Superman archetype, and there's a Wonder Woman. I think it's more based on DC. There's an Aquaman. Oh, really? There's, like, all those type of characters. But it's not Marvel or DC. It's, it's not Amazon. either one. Yeah. And and these are superheroes for... Uh, they're, like... There's a big government... Or not a government organization, but a pharmaceutical corporation that basically owns them. And they get paid for what they do. Oh, cool. And uh, there's, like, a, a group of... Uh, the, the, the main ones are the seven. They're, they're the big superheroes. But, like, there's people all over the place with superpowers. Oh, yeah, cool. and uh, but uh, yeah, it's pretty cool. It's a great story. Uh, it's pretty violent. Yeah, it's like, it's not a kids thing at all. I okay. mean, there's swearing, there's violence, there's sex, and you know all sorts of stuff. So all right, yeah, that sounds good to me. Yeah, it's what good. You think, it's good stuff. It sounds great. I yeah. like sex and violence. Yeah. So what have you been watching, yeah, big Dave? Fan. Uh, well, I just got a new phone. I got the free Apple Plus for a year with it, <clears> or something like that. I don't know. So I watched. Uh, the morning show, With, all that. Uh, that's uh, Jennifer Aniston, Jennifer Aniston. Steve Carell, and uh, Reese Witherspoon, and it's set in the 
morning television news world. It's pretty much about Matt Lauer, I think, getting busted for the Me Too thing. Ah, oh, is, is it really? <laughs> I mean, yeah, it's about... I'm not spoiling anything because it happens in the first five seconds of the first episode. Steve Carell gets fired for inappropriate uh, ness. sexualness. <laughs> and then it's it's about what they do and how they handle it as a network and investigating like who else knew about what was going on. It's pretty good. I like it. Yeah. Nice. And then I'm also watching that new other Apple thing. Ted Lasso, which is Jason Sudeikis, is a soccer coach in England. Uh, like a uh, professional soccer coach? Yeah. So it's not like a big green no, 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 kicking no, and no, screaming no. type situation? He was a college football coach in the United States. Oh, it's a, it's a bio? No, like a biopic? No, 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 no. It's a comedy. No. Oh, okay. But it's a whole lot uh, lighter than the morning show. <laughs> it's all about sexual harassment and but the morning show assault. is funny, though, or is it not? Uh, is it a drama? It's, kind of, it's a drama. It's definitely a drama. But would you say drama D? I wouldn't. I'd no. say it's a drama with maybe a little bit of Which is strange with those actors. You'd think that it would be more of a comedy. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, really. it, I bet they're all really good. Oh, yeah. Uh, fantastic. Not being funny. Yeah. Because it's hard to not be funny if you're funny. I mean, Reese Witherspoon. I mean, it's not hard to not be funny. You guys have well, heard Steve, you guys on this <laughs> Steve Carell, especially, like, if he, he's, no yeah. matter what I see him in, yeah. I, I'm going to laugh when I see him. Yeah, true. Well, you must not have seen that Foxcatcher movie. Oh, no, I didn't see Foxcatcher. No, I didn't. <laughs> you don't laugh. That's true. That, that's crazy. What, what, what was Foxcatcher? Was that, that, uh, that was the one, that one the, was the biopic right. about the wrestling coach. Ooh. Who was, uh, he's from the DuPont family, which is like, you know. The pots super, and pans? Uh, everything, like DuPont. Yeah, yeah like, DuPont yeah. makes just yeah, about everything. Pretty much everything. Yeah. <laughs> and like, he was this weird dude in the family that's worth billions, and he decided he wanted to be a wrestling coach. And, uh. Didn't go well? Like, well, yeah, he, he's crazy. Oh. He's like out of his mind. Oh, Foxcatcher? Yes. He got, yeah. he got nominated for Best Actor and stuff. Yeah. I heard that that was really good. I just never got a chance yeah. to see it. I think that most of the time when a comedic actor, like a generally comedic actor, does a dramatic role, they tend to get nominated for shit. They tend to, it tends to be like really, really fucking good. Oh, yeah. I think that was a trend that started back with Robin Williams. Yeah. When he started doing his stuff. And, and even uh, Tom Hanks. Tom Hanks used to be a comedy actor, like only. Yeah. And he's like only known for dramas now. True. Like, him him doing a comedy now would be weird. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it would be. Like a full-blown com- Like a, you know, like uh, The Burbs. Yeah. Like, if he, which would be Oh, awesome. that Kevin Phillips, that was pretty funny. I tr- I tried, <laughs> I'm the Kevin, though. I tried to watch the new, this is also on Apple. I'm not a show for Apple. I just got this phone for, an iPhone for the first time. But you just got it, so. <laughs> uh, he's got a movie that's on there that's, like, original through them, I think. Where it's another one where he's on a boat. This one takes place during... Tom Hanks? Yeah. On Apple? Uh-huh. It takes place during World War II about them uh, trying to, like, take a whole convoy of ships across the Atlantic and deal with German U-boats. I put it on while I was falling asleep. But it's, like, on the ship? Yeah, it's the whole thing's on a boat. It's, like, Tom Hanks huh. only making boat movies. Yeah. Was that Robert Hopefully Redford they're going to do a, a Bosom Buddies reunion that's on a boat. Or the verbs. Yeah. If the they verbs. can get on a boat. If they can find Peter Scolari somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure he's doing something. <laughs> well, speaking of uh, actors from the 80s, I watched Cobra Kai obsessively. And, uh, oh my God. I know neither one of you have seen it yet. Oh, man. Nope. I, I, I won't talk about it too much because I don't want to spoil anything, but they did a wonderful job. Like, uh, with the source material keeping true to the source material it's really cool and um i will say like you feel for johnny a little bit more than you thought you were going to yeah this takes place years later yeah right yeah Yeah. and he's all he's like an alcoholic and uh not having a great go at it and then danny larusso owns a car dealership hot wife couple of kids things are going great for him and then you know it's great though it's really good because they got uh, Billy Zabka and yeah. Ralph Macchio and um, the other guy that's the Cobra Kai instructor. Probably not Mr. Miyagi. Yeah, he's dead. 
Yeah. No. Well, I mean, they could have. They could CGI. They could have CGI. They've they, they done worse with better. <laughs> <laughs> but it's really good. I've um, heard nothing but good things about yeah, it. Yeah. Really so I, I, that's my recommendation of the week for everybody. How do I get there? Nice. Go How and watch. That? Oh, so, it's on the Netflix. It's on the Netflix. The Netflix. Netflix yeah. yeah it is. Yes. Yeah. Or uh, Hulu, you could sponsor too, because I've been watching a lot of Hulu. But uh, actually, I would. I, I'm gonna be a shill for uh, Pluto TV. If anybody has a Roku stick, uh, <laughs> there's a channel that randomly like comes with your Roku called Pluto TV, and it's TV. Like you change the channel, and there's commercials and all kinds of stuff. And I know it sounds really, really stupid, but it was like really fun for me to be changing the channels. And on one channel, right. it was nothing but American Gladiators all the time, twenty four seven American Gladiators. And then the channel down from that is Baywatch. 24 7 oh my god and then you keep going down and it's uh you know it's all broken up into genres so you have like your prime shows you know yeah your and baywatch genre you got your baywatch and american gladiators and then which was a genre yeah. in and of itself yeah baywatch oh yeah really i mean was. it's it had so many pacific blue came out of that um uh, baywatch nights of Nights. course <laughs> every now and then they throw in an episode of night rider yeah but it's great like it's really cool and uh there's like a comedy section and they have stand-up Specials playing all the time. You can oh, like, nice. see random stand up or like Tosh.0 is on all the time or At Midnight or something is on yeah. all the time. Um, this Old House, which I've been watching a lot of because I'm hopefully buying a house, so I need to know how to fix it. Uh, and who better to teach me than, than Norm Abrams? Right. <laughs> um, you know, they found the guy that now currently hosts This Old House because he was on an episode of This Old House. Like they came to his house and fixed it. And uh, then when they needed a new host, they called him, Kevin O'Connor. Oh, really? They called him and were like, hey, man, uh, you were pretty cool when you were on the show. You want to come host it? And he was like, oh, uh, yeah. And now Kevin O'Connor hosts this old house. I've never this seen old house. this old house. Really? So they just or go, ask this old house? Uh, they just go to somebody's house and fix it? Uh, generally, with this old house, the thing with that is this they... One? Well, not this one, but not this one in particular. All right. But uh, this old house, they find an old house that's, like, in pretty shitty shape. And then over the course of, like, a season, they fix an entire house from basically top to bottom. And it's pretty pretty cool. Like, it's the Bob Vila show. He he was the one that started it, and then it's been going for 30-plus years, I think, but... And then there's Ask This Old House, which is like people send in a letter and they're like, hey, this old house, my faucet won't stop leaking. And then they send the guy from this old house to fix your faucet and videotape it. And the people stand there and they're like, wow, I had no idea water built up pressure in the faucet. (laughs) (laughs) I was. It's great. (laughs) It's a great show. It really is. As far as like a. Uh, self-help, you know, uh, TLC style kind of thing. Yeah, it's yeah. like, it's my favorite. And I'll literally sit out here in the garage and watch it for like two, three hours. And then I'm like, oh man, now I want to go do some gardening because they, because they do the whole house from top to bottom, you know, and then the landscaping and everything too. And you're like, oh, yeah. it's pretty freaking cool. And this Pluto TV allows you to just binge it and you just sit there and nice. watch and build a whole house in like six hours. <laughs> you're like, well, that's pretty cool. I was at my boss's house on Friday. We, got done with work early so we went over to his house and helped him with some things at his house and he showed me a banner he's like oh this is from when i was on extreme makeover and i was like what how have i never heard this story before he's like yeah we got we got called up and we went i'm like where was it he's like out in geneva oh yeah i remember that that being a thing well apparently steve went there and they he's like we didn't get paid or anything and they they told him they were like because they're trying to do it all, you know, really fast. They're so like, this is when you're scheduled to calm. You're scheduled to calm from, like, 2 o'clock in the morning till 6 o'clock in the morning. And he's like, yeah, I'm not doing that. I'm coming in at normal time. I'm going to work during the day. You know, you want me to volunteer my time so I can have my name on a single banner, like, all tiny in the corner. Like, they weren't doing anything major. Yeah. I'm like, what was it like? He's like, it was a fucking shit show. There's just, like... You know, there's contractors, like, everywhere. Because they just yeah. bring in so many people. I'm like, I can't... It seems strange to me that they're bringing him in from, like... He's a small contractor. He has, like, you know... I don't know how many people had working for him then. Maybe, like, six or four or two. How many has he got now? Like, four, yeah, right? Yeah, just four of us. Yeah. But I thought that was pretty cool. You think they called him up, like, from all I around? I don't remember how... Or you he, think, like, a call went out? 
he said he, he got referred the job from one of his friends. So the, sure. there wasn't like a hammer in the sky that called them all to Geneva. <laughs> they had like a they had a giant light uh, that shot yeah. into the sky. Yeah, with just a somebody, hammer. Somebody uh, laid a hammer in front of it. And, and he's like, like, oh fuck. All the carpenters in the area, all the, just, all the contractors the just exodus <laughs> so to, to Geneva. It. Yeah. They hear Ty Pennington with a megaphone. Just, Come on, bus girls, move that bus. Right? Yeah. Yeah, that was the show. <laughs> that, was, that was what happened. That's a pretty good show, but I could imagine that being like a raging shit show. And yeah. Oh, I guess, uh, would it be the producer's job to be the one that, like, coordinates all that? Or is there's probably, like, a building contractor no, there's coordinator a, there's or a shit GC, like that? There's yeah. a general oh, contractor on there who's in charge of everything. But, like, you know, you're, I don't know. Yeah, that's got to be crazy though, because the, it, with Extreme Makeover, you're trying to do that. They do the like the whole house in one show. Yeah, and it's this like, old house. You're talking about going like a season. Yeah, well, I mean, well, it takes them like years. They're usually like surprising people, or maybe right. I, right. I can't remember. <clears throat> yeah, but yeah, they were like on and, vacation like, or something, yeah, they and they surprised. But them I guarantee you, with like Extreme Makeover, and as opposed to this old house, with Extreme Makeover, I bet you like ninety percent of the people, right? They they leave, and then like. A week later, their shit is just shitty again because it was all so hastily done. Right. And so, you know... Yeah, like, you got to wonder how that I mean, I'm not saying nothing against local contractors, nothing against any contractor out there. I respect the shit out of contractors. Most of my friends and family are contractors. And uh, you guys do good work, but 1,800 of you working on one house for 36 hours, I don't know. I, that's that's <laughs> yeah. a little... Like... I'm yeah, assuming they do good work like, because they're able to take their time yeah, and do good work. Exactly. And, and if you're forced into that, you're, you're, you're yeah. bound to cut corners. Like, I'm assuming there's walls held up with, like, a Justin Bieber poster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no, 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 don't move that Bieber poster. It's load-bearing. That's a load-bearing Bieber. <laughs> Did we forget to put studs in this wall? <laughs> Just tell the... How, how fat's your kid again? Yeah. I don't think they can go on the second yeah, floor. Yeah, don't. Just stay on the first floor. Because, I mean, you got to think. I mean, and again, nothing against contractors, nothing against anybody like that, but, like... You gotta think with so many of them, there's corners being cut all the time, and it's just that's oh, yeah. sketchy. Or maybe I'm wrong, but like or like Monster House. Remember that show Monster House that was on? I don't remember Monster House. It was like there was Monster Garage, and it was uh, Jesse James there, and uh, okay. they would get okay. cars and they'd make them all badass and gnarly and something you'd never actually drive. But then there was a <laughs> spinoff of that called Monster House. And they, like, went through your house and made it crazy and put, like, slides in people's oh, house geez. and, like, monster themes and all this stuff. And I always watched that show and was like, man, that is so cool until, like, a week later when it all just goes to shit and everything stops working. Yeah. And these people have no idea how to fix a freaking, uh, like, hydraulic pump, you know, yeah. to make the arm of this Frankenstein thing they now have stuck in their fucking living room <laughs> that doesn't work anymore. <laughs> Like, yeah. they don't know how to fix that. <laughs> and that stuff is, it like, as someone who's built that kind of stuff, like escape roomy type stuff that gets used all the time and is getting, yeah. it needs to be maintained. And if you can't maintain it, you're fucked. Yeah. Yeah. Pretty much. But that show was great, Monster House. It was fun. It was awesome to watch. I was like, man, I would love that in my house because I might actually be able to maintain something like that because I have a little bit of knowledge. But the people, sure. they, they go to the house like this single mom with like four kids and they make her a carnival-themed house with like moving, like their whole dining room is on a carousel and what's yeah. going to happen when that thing goes off the track one day. Who's, and who do you call to even come and fix that? Like it's not, that's not a general contractor problem. <laughs> That'd be great. I'd love that. Somebody's like, yeah, I want you to come over and take a look at this job. I actually, I know. Oh, your kitchen's I, on a carousel. I know who you can call to take care of that. Uh, Josh Taylor, stupid construction company, because I know how to fix stupid <laughs> stuff. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, just right into the podcast. Yeah. Don't. Just right in uh, smallwoodsessions.com. Just go there. Get to like it. And then... Yep. Like and subscribe on Apple Podcasts uh, and anywhere you get podcasts. Right? Anywhere. Yeah. Well, speaking of podcasts, Joel, how's Residual Exhale going? Uh, going good. We just started season two. Nice. <clears throat> uh, just have one episode so far. Uh, recording a new one tomorrow night. Um, but uh, we're really excited about it. We uh, got some all new recording equipment. Uh, we're in a new location. Uh, we're in my fabulous basement. <laughs> and uh, we're really excited about the upcoming season. We got a brand new format. We used to be like more of a longer format. We'd go like an hour, a little over an hour. Now we're trying to keep it down to like a half an hour. We just got these little segments that we throw in there. Uh, we got like the worst person in America. We have uh, bad translations. 
where you you know go you get the translation oh, from yeah. some, over like in China or something like that. They try to translate it into English and it comes out horrible. You nice. know, we uh, do a whole bunch of little little segments like that. Throw some things in there. Uh, I usually have a thought of the day. Uh, we still I try doing, to have at least one a day. <clears throat> still doing uh, the baked potatoes, where uh, uh, my my co-host who was uh, couldn't be here with us tonight, but uh, it's a boozy and baked is our our names as the host. I'm boozy. He's baked most of the time. Yep. And uh, so, as I'm a drinker, he's a smoker. You know, we don't. So we we just, understand that dynamic. We quite just well. kind of <clears throat> is anybody a midnight toker? <laughs> I am. He probably I am. is. I am. He probably is. Yeah. Uh, so your first season, you guys were recording actually at Singers, right? Thursday nights, you'd go in there yeah. and record in the in the um, right in, in the, the right theater. in the back theater. Yeah. We would record there. We did that for uh, the first year. Um, always recorded from beautiful downtown Salve. Now we're yeah. host uh, going from adequate East Syracuse. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> I will say, it probably <clears throat> smells a little better. In it East it Syracuse. does. It does. So, I, I maintain a, a clean uh, a clean environment. Um, but we have we are very excited about it. Tomorrow night cool. we're going to be uh, trying some uh, some new foods from uh, Arby's. I guess has a new prime rib sandwich, Ooh. a prime rib cheesesteak. So we're going to try that. We're going to talk about some old uh, restaurant items that we want brought back. Nice. Uh, you see, Taco Bell's getting rid of the Mexican pizza. They're getting rid of a lot. Yeah, they're getting rid of a lot. What the of fuck stuff. is that about? But yeah, a lot. There's outrage about that. Yeah, yeah. Some some's happening right here on this stool right here. <laughs> Yeah. Did you yeah. have a Mexican pizza? Uh, no. no. <laughs> oh, because I mean, that generally makes something yeah. happen on my stools. <laughs> uh, as long uh, as they keep chalupas, man, I'm okay. I mean, I know that mostly it was me that was a fan of the Mexican pizza, and uh, I don't really go to Taco Bell hardly at all. I, I got yesterday a, when I was there yesterday. I got a Mexican pizza almost every time I go to Taco Bell. Yeah, I do. I I, I'm, I'm a big it, fan of the Mexican pizza. So would, that, would you say that's your add-on? Like, if you go... All right, let's go through the we'll go through the uh, stores here. So if you go to Taco Bell, what's your add-on? Like you get your order, you know, give me a number or whatever, large Pepsi or whatever, and then they're like, "Can I get you anything else?" And I'm looking around this table, I know we're three guys that will say, "Yeah, you know what? I'll take a what is the <laughs> see? I do a Mexican pizza like the meal, and then they'd say, "What else do you want?" And I'd say, "Give me a loaded potato griller." I like okay. that, that, yeah. that. It's a burrito, but just with like potatoes and cheese. Yeah, and, and that's a value menu, right? Right. Yeah, yeah it's like a menu. buck. Yeah, those are yeah. good. Yeah, Dave, what's your what's your kicker at Taco Bell? I don't know. It's usually just more tacos. Tacos. Yeah. Just more <laughs> crunchy taco supremes. Yeah, mine's a double decker taco supreme. Is my add-on. Yeah. I'll get whatever I get, <clears throat> which is usually a lot to begin with. I get like a meal and then some, and then they're like, "Can I get yeah, you yeah. anything else?" I'm like. Ah, son of a bitch, you got me. Yeah, I'll take a double decker taco supreme. I don't need it, but yeah. now that you mention yeah. it, yeah. now that you say, and they get me everywhere. It gets me. McDonald's gets me. Burger King gets yep. me. So uh, on that note, I'll go reverse order this time. Dave, you're at McDonald's. What's your kicker? Um, it's generally a double cheeseburger. Double cheese. Yeah. Well, a McDouble or a double cheeseburger. I always say McDouble, but I should say double cheeseburger, right? Well, do you know the difference? Other than fifteen cents. Yeah, you told me it's an extra slice. It's of a cheese. slice of cheese. It's a slice of cheese. Yeah, that's yeah, the, the difference the, the, between a McDouble <clears throat> the double and a double cheeseburger. Is two slices of cheese. A McDouble is two patties with a slice of cheese between it. Yep. 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 And fifteen cents. Yeah. So you're going with a double cheeseburger, yeah. McDouble. One of those. Yeah. Joel. Yeah, mine's the same. Yeah. Yeah, it's it's a double cheeseburger though. I I like to, I'll, I'll pay the extra fifteen cents for that extra slice of cheese. Yeah. Once they raised the price on the McDouble, I started doing the double cheeseburger. Once yeah. it got up to two bucks and it's or uh, it's not on the dollar menu anymore, it's on the two dollar menu. I was like, yeah. well, for an extra fifteen cents, I might as well get that other piece of cheese, and yeah. uh, a McChicken. I usually get a McChicken too. Like if I'm getting a McDouble, I'm getting a McChicken too. Yeah. It, they both. It just rolls off the tongue so nicely. <laughs> a McDouble and a McChicken, please. You know, you don't you <laughs> yeah. don't even think about it. But yeah. then, see, with McDonald's, I do the same thing with the breakfast. I'll get the, I'll get like the two for four uh, egg uh, sausage egg and cheese McMuffins. You know, they have those for two for four. So and they'll say anything else, and I'm like, eh, breakfast burrito. Yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'll have a breakfast burrito. On that, my problem is, I'm usually like, yeah, a McGriddle. Yeah. Like not like <laughs> not something light, not something off the dollar menu. Like, or if I'm at Burger King, I'm like, yeah, you know what, another Whopper. <laughs> I was gonna say my add-on for Burger King is a Whopper Junior. Whopper so. Junior with cheese. Yes. Yep. 
Definitely. That's my add on at Burger King. My add on at Burger King is the they have mozzarella sticks now. They do, and they're, and they're not bad. They're, they're not real bad. Their marinara sauce is garbage. Oh, it's horrible. It's it's absolutely horrible. It's absolute garbage. But yeah. they're and um their jalapeno poppers aren't. They're not too bad either. either. They have jalapeno poppers. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, uh, see, the thing I like about them bad. is they're they're, they're uh, with both of those things. A lot of times you'll get them in places and they'll be like busted and the cheese melts out yeah. and, and they're, yeah. they're like the mozzarella sticks hollow. They're hard to cook. That doesn't happen. I mean, I know you just throw them in the fryer, but they're hard to they're hard to cook because they're hard to cook if you don't pay attention. Because they're different. They're not always uniform sizes. That's uh, the false. The Burger King mozzarella sticks are exactly oh, the same. exactly I'm the same about, size. I'm talking about jalapeno poppers. Oh, poppers, yeah. But the Burger King ones are still. They're all exactly Speaking the same. Speaking of somebody who used to yeah. make jalapeno poppers, okay, uh, you get slightly different sizes, and those things are so temperamental with as far as the cheese coming out. Like, oh yeah, it's yeah, like yeah. Well, any fried any fried food with cheese, you run the risk of breaking the breading, and then you're fucked. Yeah, it's, 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 it's exactly. leaking pretty out. Easy to, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. They're pretty easy to do. Um, but you know what? I, I'm not. I don't want to try and steal anything from uh, what you guys are doing. But I miss the Whopperito. Do you guys have the Whopperito? I don't know. I don't know. Burger I don't King. Know if I remember Burger that. King for a very small window had a Whopperito because I'm assuming they were trying to compete with uh, Taco Bell. Taco Bell, yeah. And it was a burrito, but it was a Whopper in a burrito, huh. and. It was awesome. Well, I don't know if and you remember it was gone. Big Mac uh, or um, McDonald's had for a while. They were I don't know if they still do them or not. They did wraps. Yeah, but they, they did a Big Mac wrap oh. where they uh, cut a Big Mac and they put the special sauce in there and everything, and they did it as a wrap. Yeah, I mean I that was those were delicious. That was essentially the Whopperito, but they folded it over all the way. <clears throat> like the difference between a wrap and a burrito is that fold on the top. Right, right. Like if you got a little. Meat sticking out the top, that's a wrap if it's all Yeah, if it's burrito. all sealed up, it's yeah. a burrito. Yeah, yeah. And the uh, the Whopperito was good. You, never, you guys never had Whopperito? No. Oh, man. Never even heard of that one. I tried it a couple times, and I was, but it was only for like three weeks or well, something. Well, not it too long not, ago, Burger King long. tried tacos again. Did you ever try one of those? I didn't have. One of those no. hot pieces of garbage? Uh, back in that the was day the, with the, the first King time taco? when the first time when they came out with the tacos, I had them then. Yeah, and I agree. They yeah. were. Yeah. I'm pretty sure I had them the first time and did not awful. come back at all. I was yeah. like, no, they, you guys stick to stick to the Whoppers. <laughs> yeah, like, unless you're going to put at. a Whopper in a hard taco shell, that might be okay. I'll tell you what. Yeah. Burger King zesty sauce that comes with the onion rings is oh. possibly one of my favorite condiments in the entire world. I will wholeheartedly agree with yeah. you on that. <laughs> and Burger That's King's cool. onion rings are... Phenomenal. Yeah. I mean, and, and I will I will ask, even if I don't get onion rings, if I get fries, I'll ask for zesty sauce yeah. for the fries. Yeah, <laughs> zesty sauce and the fries, oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah that's, yeah, that's how you do it if you're a professional. <laughs> oh, I'm sorry. I thought I always thought I was. I guess uh, I just yeah. got bumped down to amateur. <laughs> yeah, you're... I'm playing for the Syracuse. Yeah, you got to learn from the fat guy over here. Yeah. Well, exactly, I'm a closet. Exactly out of order. I'm a closet fat guy. I'm, I'm the world's skinniest fat boy, is what I like to say, because I, I can keep up with anybody I know eating, but it doesn't. It goes into my hollow leg or something. I don't know. But yeah, you're lucky. One day. No, I keep saying one day it's going to happen. <laughs> I just turned 40. I'm expecting it to be any day now that yeah, I'm just yeah. going to get huge and nobody's going to even recognize me. It's going to be funny. I'm going to laugh because uh, I'll be jollier. No. I'm pretty sure I'm going to laugh because uh, I've seen you eat the same amount of food that I'm eating and it, uh, or more, and it, it makes me very angry. <laughs> You wouldn't like me that way. Yeah. You wouldn't like you when you're angry? Yeah. Oh, okay. Andy yeah. <laughs> Circus? Yeah. You couldn't just say Gollum? I didn't realize it was Andy Circus. <laughs> like, yeah, of that. course I would have said it fucking Gollum if I realized it was Andy Circus, but. Yeah, it's Andy Circus? Yeah. Then it's not him, but it's a guy that looks a lot like Andy Circus that's in Into the Badlands. Because it's not. I no, don't think Andy it's Circus him in Into the Badlands. Bad but there's a dude in Into the Badlands that looks a lot like Andy Circus. Let's put it that way. And because I, I knew it wasn't Andy Circus, but I, I was thinking he looked like Andy Circus. He, he looked like an ape. Is that what you're saying? <laughs> yeah, he looked a little like Gollum. He, like he a was really big ape, or just a talking ape. Yeah, he was. He had a large brow. You know. Um, How the fuck did Andy Circus just like be Mister Motion Capture? Well, it's like we had the conversation a couple weeks ago about Doug Jones and how he's Mr. will put you in latex suit and you're a creepy guy. 
Like, that's what he does. He's all the guys, you know, Pan's Labyrinth and all that stuff. Oh, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's him, and, and he's known for that, just as Andy Serkis is known for being... Just CGI. CGI guy. Yeah. And then when you see him and it's just him in a movie, you're like, holy shit. And you oh, wow, don't that's know Andy why Serkis. you know who it is. Yeah, and you don't know why. You're like, yeah, that guy right. seems really because familiar. Like, this voice sounds yeah. so familiar, but I, it's not the face that I remember. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> this is the, uh, the two podcasts, so I'm going to take a minute to say I listened to an excerpt of Andy Serkis reading uh, The Hobbit. Like reading, just reading the book. Oh, okay. And it wasn't like he was just reading the Gollum part. He was reading the book and it was fucking awesome and I was like man I would pay cause I, I got a free Audible account to just, see that and I was or to to get a different book I got a free Audible account and then I realized like to get an Audible book it's like 25 bucks and I was like oh really? well I'm just gonna get this free one and cancel this subscription because why would I have <laughs> a subscription to this if you're still gonna charge me 25 bucks to get it or like 20 bucks yeah. like it costs more than a, a book to get a book and that makes no sense to me. No, it doesn't make any sense. But, like, I would pay that kind of money to hear Andy Serkis read that whole story. Like, yeah, read was he, like, doing all the all voices? He's doing all the voices, yeah. yeah. I listened he's to, like, he's a, so good at that. I listened to, like, a five-minute excerpt of it, and I was like, man, this is fucking awesome. And then I couldn't place who it was because I, I, mean, I was watching a video of him doing it, and I still couldn't. I was like, wait a minute, I know who that guy is. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, shit, it's Andy fucking Serkis, of course. <laughs> but, again, you don't see him, like... Again, we go back to Doug Jones. You can see that guy walking down the road. You'd have no idea who he is. Right. Yeah, because he's never on screen with his real face. Right. Whereas yeah. Andy Serkis has actually been on screen with his real oh, face. Oh, yeah, he has plenty in, of times. Uh, Black Panther, right? Yeah. 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 But the guy, and back to what I was saying about Into the Badlands, there's a guy that looks a hell of a lot like Andy Serkis. Nick Frost? I don't know, maybe. Oh, oh he... no, not Nick Frost. Oh, well, he's in that show. Yeah, he is. But uh, there's another mm-hmm. guy. Are you on? Uh, yeah. Dave's our fact checker. He checks the facts for me when I just start rambling about things. <laughs> uh, but he's awesome. Like he's he plays a really good fucking bad guy, which is one of my favorite things ever. When like the bad guy is just a, a so character's good. Characters' names? Would you? Uh... Yeah, he's the Baron. The Baron. Yeah. Does he have a name? Baron. How many episodes? Is he McBaron. Have? A bunch. Baron something? Yeah, it's Baron. He's a, he's a Baron, at least. I don't know if that's his name, but he's like the Baron. I only watched one season, and I didn't pay a lot of attention. <laughs> but, like, it was a show that had really, really good villains, and uh, that was really cool. Baron like, Chow? That's a woman. Baron, Baron Chow? No. Eleanor Masura? No. She doesn't look anything like Andy Serkis. No, it was a guy. <laughs> it was a male. It's definitely a male. Yeah. But uh, but anyway, it had really good villains. And then AMC had another great show, Turn. Do you guys watch Turn? Anybody? Oh, it's America's Spies. It's the Washington Spies I, the there. Washington oh, Spies. my God. No, I, the bad guys in that are so fucking good. Like, yeah, I heard that was good. It's, it's a really good show. I highly recommend that, especially if you like uh, smarmy-ass English villains that just make you want to... They make you sick. They're so good. I did watch an episode of that show. Yeah. It's real good. I tried to turn Justin on to watching it, but I thought he would, being a history buff. Yeah. Yeah, but I don't think he did. I think it's is Martin Martin Kosaks. Yeah. 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 There he is, Martin Kosaks. Yeah. Yeah. Quinn. Quinn. Yeah. We'll yeah. <laughs> uh, but he was wicked good. Like he was real good. But he looked a lot like if it was Andy Circus in uh, Black Panther. He looked a lot like that dude. Yeah. Yeah. Like. Uh, uh, and he was great. He played like a southern uh, plantation owner kind of style thing. Cause that's kind of what's going on in that show. Right, show me the picture. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> but... Show me the picture of the dude. Okay. Hold on. Show, show me. Show me. Show I'm, I'm working on it. There you go. There he is. Right there. Yeah. Yeah. He looks like he looks like Andy Circus. Hundred percent. I mean, Andy Circus is a little uh, more gray and ragged, but he looks looks all like Andy Circus. I gotta watch the, uh, Black Panther again. I I haven't seen that. In- it's since, good. Since it came out. Yeah, I, I think I only it, saw it once. I watched yeah, it I only again. watched it once. I watched it again recently and enjoyed it. Yeah. I started much. going through uh, all the Marvel movies in chronological order. Yeah. Uh, during the pandemic, and then I kind of fell off um, a little bit. Uh, I got through... I want to say I got to... 
I don't know. I didn't. I, watch, I didn't watch Black Panther again, so yeah, I know I, that. I've much. got the list on my phone of the chronological order. I, yeah. I want to do that again because it's been a while since I've watched any of the Marvel Marvel movies. Yeah, and now with Disney Plus, it's super easy. Yeah, I, I finally Plus. watched all of uh, Captain Marvel last night. Captain Marvel's a good without one. Without falling asleep. Yeah, I liked Captain Marvel. How many times did it take you to watch Captain Marvel without falling asleep? I think I think this is my third attempt, maybe my fourth. Uh, not because it's a bad movie, well, but because, because I put it on, you put it on at midnight. Are you recording this still? Yeah. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I thought you paused. No. You said edit point. Yeah, I'll edit. Oh, that's a little inside baseball right there. Uh, yeah, not. I love Brie Larson. Very much so. Did you see The Room? I saw Room. Room? Is that the one with her? Room? Not mm-hmm. The Room, but yeah, Room? The Room is a yeah, very the different room is The a Room is a different completely movie. different movie. Is it? Oh, <laughs> I've never seen either, so... <laughs> in my mind, they're the exact same movie. Uh, yeah, I saw that. I saw that in a theater. Really? Yep. There were theaters? Mm-hmm. When was this? Uh, it was in the before times. <laughs> the before times. Yeah. Um, I, I like that movie. Uh, and then I actually recently watched it again, but uh, it was on cable and I caught it like after the very dramatic beginning parts that's like the first half hour of the movie. I don't think right. I know what room is. Okay, room is. so it's... a woman gets kidnapped I'm not ruining any, anything because uh, this was all in the previous a woman gets kidnapped when she's a teenager okay. and locked in a room that a guy has made Yeah, and he, you know rapes her and whatnot, and she has a child and the kid has never seen the outside of the room his entire oh, life. Oh, okay. And he's five, I think. He's supposed to be five. And the actor who played him was very, very young, but was really good. And if Justin was here, yeah, I, I mean, talk Dave, about Dave how hates kids in movies. It's, I, it's on the record that Dave hates kids. In yeah. <laughs> I'm not a big fan of kids in movies. I, they take me out of the story a lot of times. But this one was very, very good. He got nominated for an Oscar at like six or maybe a Golden Globe or something like that. Um, and then she devises a plan to get out of the room by uh, faking that he is dead and has the and the guy is like trying to get rid of the body, rolls him oh, up okay. in a carpet and takes him out, and then the kid like, yeah, okay. Oh. When, I when, had no when idea was that was about. That was probably two, three years ago? Yeah. Mm, more than that. More than more that? that? She won the Best Actress for that. I'm going to... Because I'm going to say it was 2014. Wow, I'll have to check that out. 14? I, no, I, I had no idea that that's what that movie was about. Yeah. What is The Room about? The Room is the one... The Room, that's the one that the, the, the movie that... Um, the Disaster, the, the disaster artist, artist is about? ...is based on with uh, James... Oh, um, oh. No, not James. Um, yeah, James, James Franco. Franco. Was it in the Disaster yeah. Artist? Yeah. Yeah, it's, it's one where the, the basically... It's oh, right, right, widely right, right. regarded as yep. the, like worst the worst movie that's movie ever made, yep. and and the guy who, you're killing me, Linda. yeah, 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 okay, yeah, yeah, or yeah, something yeah. like that, right? Yeah. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi, oh, hi Mark. Mark. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, <laughs> room <laughs> 2015. I was off right here. Uh, okay, for the record, uh, I watched the Disaster Artist. That was pretty damn good. I want to watch See, that. Too. I want to. I want to watch the room it until I watch the yeah, room. Yeah, yeah. I want to watch the room first, and then watch the answer. I'm not a watch terrible movies just for the terribleness of it kind of person, so... I will every once in a while. Yeah, like, so... Yeah, the room was Tommy Wiseau. Yeah, Tommy Wiseau. Yeah. And he, uh, oh, they, hi, he wrote, directed, starred in, produced everything, and used all of his own money yeah. and insisted on doing it his way. Which and, was uh, terrible. Which was terrible. Yeah. So in The Disaster Artist, it's James Franco playing uh, that him. part? Yeah, yeah. playing uh, him... Making the movie. Yeah. And yeah. Seth Rogen's in it, and Dave Franco's in it. Yeah. Uh, speaking of Dave Franco... Oh, uh, hi, Mark. <laughs> oh, hi, Dave. Uh, but Dave Franco directed uh, the last new movie I saw in a theater. I use air quotes because it was a drive-in theater. Um, but it was The Rental, which yeah. is kind of weird because we were talking about The Room. But it was The Rental, which was about an Airbnb that they go to, and realized that the guy is like spying on them and stuff and it's one right of right movies. i did hear about that yeah. one too it wasn't bad i what? mean it was very like at the end you're like oh, okay like, what's what's with all these comedy people making horror thriller movies 
Well, one of them did it right, and now everybody else thinks they can. Jordan Peele did it. Made Get Out. John Krasinski made The Quiet Place. Yeah, that's true. That is pretty. Which I still really good. That is a really good movie. That was really good. They're they're in the midst of making the second one. Well, no, I think it's done, and they were just waiting to release it. And here's a. I'm gonna I'm gonna send out my petition again. Keep releasing your movies to the freaking drive-in, Wonder Woman. Yeah, right. You're telling me Wonder Woman 1984 isn't made perfectly tailor-made for the fucking drive-in? Come on. And then A Quiet Place 2? I would kill to see that movie at the drive-in. That would be so fucking scary. That would be good. That would like, be really My good. wife and I saw A Quiet Place in the theater at Great Northern Mall where, like, nobody goes. So there was just, like... But there was actually quite a few people in the theater. Yeah. And, like, to see that movie in the theater, like, you were afraid to eat your popcorn. Like, it was, you could hear a pin drop in the freaking theater. Yeah. And, like, if somebody did, like, open up their candy or something, everybody's like, dude, shut the fuck up. Dude, like, is there, is there the a soundtrack to that? Is there a score at all? Uh, um, not really. I mean, there is. I don't think there could be. There really isn't, but it's like, I still it, it's so it. fucking, it was One such a good days. idea. It's such a cool movie. Yeah, I thought and, they did so good at that. Oh, my God. There's, there, there's a scene in that movie, and Dave, you haven't seen it, so I'm not going to spoil it, but. If you've seen it, you know the scene I'm talking about. It's one of the most cringeworthy scenes I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah. And it's like, oh, it's bad. But that, that movie's fucking great. That movie's really good. And the, the little girl in that really movie good. is actually deaf. Oh, is she? Yeah, she really is deaf. So she, they all learn sign language. They'll actually learn sign language so they could talk to her, too. And also, so yeah. it was all correct in the movie and stuff like that. Yeah. And that's yeah. pretty cool. And you got to think that movie made a shit ton of money because it was John Krasinski wrote and directed it. With his wife. With his wife his who started life it. wife. Yeah, who yep. probably wasn't like, you know, you got to give me my normal pay rate. She probably didn't ask her husband to do that for this movie he wanted to make. Or maybe she did. I don't know. I know I saw an interview with John Krasinski where he was saying that when he initially took on the project, uh, his wife, she didn't even want to be in it. She was like, "Don't, I don't want you to cast me in this yeah. just because I'm your wife. But then she was like, can I read the script at least? And he, then so she read the script and, and then she went, I want this part. Emily she Blunt. was like, I, Emily Blunt. Yeah, Emily Blunt. Yeah. She, she goes, I want this part. Yeah. She, she goes, this is an awesome script. He's like, you got to fucking read part. for it. Did he make, <laughs> did he make her read for I it? I don't know if he did. I can't remember whether he said he did or not. Because I can say from, from personal experience, and I know it's not John Krasinski, Emily Blunt style personal experience, but my wife and I do a lot of community theater where she'll direct a show, and yeah. I really want a part in that show, and she'll make me audition and try harder than anybody fucking yeah. else because <laughs> yeah, yeah. the second she puts me in that role everybody's gonna go oh well, of course well yeah because yeah, it's yeah. her fucking husband right. and i've always felt because it's happened a couple of times uh like we did les miserables and i really wanted to be Tenardier, and i'm like i'm gonna fucking come and audition i never once was like give me this part my wife i was like i will come and audition <laughs> and i want you yeah. to give me this part because i deserve this exactly. part and then i got the part from a good audition and from busting my ass to do it and then people were still like, oh, well, it was because... I'm like, you know, then come... And a lot of those people, and I'll say right now, I'm not going to mention any names, but a lot of those people didn't even audition. Right. So it's like you can't talk shit about not getting a don't role... Don't complain about not getting a role if you don't audition. Go out like, that's, that's, exactly. that's not on me. Yeah. And um, then if I did a bad job, you can tell me I did a bad job. But if I did a good job, then she made the right choice. Yeah, exactly. Right? And she would always say, I want you to come and audition. And she would do open auditions so everybody could sit there and watch everybody else audition, too. So there's yeah. no question... You yeah. know, it's like, oh, he auditioned just like everybody else, and it, she hasn't cast me in stuff, too. Yeah. Like, that's the whole... She's not going to cast me because I'm her husband. She's going to cast me because... She's going to cast anyone because they're good for the part. You yeah. know, it doesn't matter. Yeah. Which is cool, and I think that John Krasinski probably did the same thing, and then once his wife was like, oh, I really want this part, he started seeing her in the part. Yeah. And that could have swayed it. I don't... I. I would like to know whether or not he made her read for it, though. Yeah, like, and I can't who remember. Else was I doubt it. Might not most of those people that are that... Caliber actors don't even don't even read anyway. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I know how that goes too. Yeah, you're offer only. Josh I'm offer only. Josh Taylor yeah. offer only. Yeah. Well, I was supposed to do Oliver this summer, and that was offer only. I was. Uh, they wanted me to play Fagin. I didn't have to audition for that. That was pretty cool. Oh, that's but, nice. Yeah, and then it, it never happened anyway. Wait, so. yeah, yeah. wouldn't you be the creepy old man that hangs around with a bunch of little kids? Yeah, and, uh... typecasting. <laughs> I feel like I'm getting <laughs> pigeonholed. Hey. The shoe fits. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, you've got if the creepy, too. if the creepy trench coat and large brimmed hat fit. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but 
that was pretty fun doing stuff like that, uh, which we don't do anymore. We don't do theater anymore, so I don't know when that's ever coming back. Yeah, it'll come back. You can't do karaoke anymore. Been, I know that's not. that's awful too. Yeah, that's that's killing everybody. That those all those restrictions right now. It's so you, tough. It's, you can't play pool. You can't play darts. You can throw axes. You can throw axes. That makes no sense. But to you me. can't play pool. You can't play darts. You can't sing karaoke. You can't dance. You can't because we yeah. are in the state. Our state is now dance. the town from no. Footloose. You can't charge. You can't charge can't any dance. kind of cover charge for any kind of music. The music's got to be incidental yeah. music. Yeah. And you can't like promote it. And you can't. Yeah. You know, you yeah. Can't well, be, like, here's the thing: the bars can't promote it. Right. You, you can. can promote it yourself. Um, yeah, if you're so. going to be at a place and you're going to be, hey, I'm going to be playing an acoustic set at this place at this time. You can promote it yourself, but the bar itself can't say, "Come see this guy who's going to be performing," because yeah. that's advertising. Non-incidental music. Yeah, and then you got to serve food. My friend went to, one of the guys I work with went to uh, drive-in uh, concert. Oh, Darkstar, right? Yeah, Darkstar Orchestra. How was that? He did said it was fantastic. Yeah, how yeah. did they, did you did you ask him about it at all, like the setup or anything like that? Was it just like you had like 10 feet around your they, car? They or? had reserved spaces. They had 20 feet. Really? So I'm thinking 10 feet on each side. Or yeah, yeah, yeah. You could have up to four people in the car. You brought all your own beer. That's pretty sweet. And he's yeah. like, so that beats a show paying. Well, how money. much were tickets? Well, sold? that's true. Two something? It was two something for the car. Two load. something for a load of uh, so that's four, like, car load of four people. But then you're bringing your own beer, so you're saving eight bucks a beer at least. Yeah, but that's yeah. still like 60 something. I mean, Dark Store's really good, but they're still a cover. Well, oh, they're, the they're the only fucking gig in town, though. Like, that's the whole thing, too. Like, that's the only concert you're buying a ticket for right now. Yeah. Like Pigeons playing ping pong, which is like another jam band. Uh, I don't even really know them. I just know they're a band, a jam yeah, band. I've, I've heard to them a little bit. it comes up on my fish, you know, Spotify channel or whatever every once in a while. And uh, they're, they're not bad, but they played at Finger Lakes Drive In, and it was like 225 per carload, I think. But you could have six people in your car for that, too. And uh, they did the same thing out there where they played, and it was like you had 10 feet around your car or whatever, yeah. and you could do. Which seems pretty cool, and then Metallica did that thing too, the yeah. drive-in thing that they did, which... I know a bunch of people that went to that, they all seemed to like it. They said they had a great time. I'm kind of, I don't know, I, I'm kind of like, that's a little lame because it was like a pre-recorded yep. live thing. Like, why can't you just do a live concert? Like, do a live concert and stream it. Like, if you're going to do a live concert, stream it. Like, and why... You can right. charge people for that. And you can then, and charge people for that. You yeah, can charge them more in, for in that. All, all different locations at the same at time. At the same time, just yeah. stream it. Like, Dropkick Murphys at the beginning of this whole shit, they did that, uh, the thing from Fenway. Yeah. And it was fucking awesome. Yeah. And it was live. And it was right there. And I'm like, how come Metallica couldn't have done that? Yeah. Metallica could have booked any venue in the fucking world. Yeah, but they're probably helping out the venues. Too. I mean, that is helping out the venues, too, because they're getting some ticket sales. So, like, that's helping keep some places in business what do you mean like the drive-in stuff well, like the drive-in no but i mean yeah no i mean i have no problem with them doing the drive-in thing i think it's awesome but why don't you stream live when you stream a live show like granted yes it was a live show they played live one take and recorded it and and sent it out yeah but it was recorded it wasn't a live it wasn't as if they thing. were actually performing it live right. at you know time. like yeah. which i think would have been awesome and i don't understand why metallica wouldn't think that that would be better like, they would think that that would be more cool. You know, yeah. that would be cooler for their fans to be like, oh, it's a live... Granted, it's them playing together never seen before, so I guess it's still kind of, you know, a premiere and stuff, but it's not... It wasn't right. live. I think that that's kind of what my problem with it is, like, yeah. Yeah. It, that it wasn't live. And granted, you know, Dave and I sit here every Tuesday night this freaking whole summer and watch the old Fish show every Tuesday because they were releasing that, but they never claimed it was... You know, a new, a new set. Yeah, yeah, they're not like come to the fish concert. They were like, no, it's dinner and a movie. It's an old show, right? Whereas like the Metallica thing, I was like, I don't think it's because I was talking to Holly actually at work uh, the like, day before it, and I was like, I don't think it's live. I don't think because she's like, well, it starts at you know eight thirty or whatever. But they'll probably start late because you know how bands go, and I'm like, I don't think yeah, it's but live. No, it's, yeah, that's I think not, it's they're to not gonna start play. late. Yeah, they're not exactly. gonna start late when you just have to press play. Exactly. Yeah. So it's, well, more, like, it's more like. Unless they're arguing about something, because they are Metallica, after all. All right, so, uh, I've been doing a lot of cleaning lately, Dave, and uh, I've been using Magic Erasers. Fantastic. Magic Erasers, fantastic product, fantastic product. But, I started my day using an off-brand dollar store Magic Eraser. Like, dollar store or dollar general? Because dollar general makes an okay one. Like, I th I'm pretty sure I have one of each, to be honest with you. I had a couple packs uh, from 
the pat I, I rounded them all up from around the house because I had a big job. I was doing the whole wall, floor, ceilings, everything in a room. So I needed a couple magic erasers because I know even the Mr. Clean Magic Eraser Super Tough Scrubber Pack mm-hmm. is only going to get me through maybe two walls. Right. Because even your best one, they, which obviously is the Mr. Clean Magic Eraser, the name brand one. This is a product you have to buy the name brand one. But But even that is going to hit textured shit like your baseboards and stuff like that. And it's going to rip apart real quick. Right. Plus, I've also learned that there's a technique to using a Magic Eraser. Do you know what the technique is, Dave? The technique to using the Magic Eraser? Yeah. To make your, like, if you're cleaning a white wall with your Magic Eraser, how do you make it look? Real nice, other than just the what, awesome cleaning. No, you you got to dry behind it. Oh. You got to dry behind it, otherwise. With another magic eraser? No, I just use a towel. Oh, okay. But, but anyway. This is a segment we're going to call Brand Name Only Bitches. Brand Name Only Bitches, because <laughs> they, I had the other ones. The one from Family Dollar. Okay, that maybe got me through half a wall. Right. The one from the dollar store, I fucking fell apart like cleaning a light switch, and it was game over. I was like, this is not good at all. There's and nothing then, magic about this. No. And then I had two Mr. Clean Magic Erasers, and they pretty much did the rest of the room. That's, that's pretty great. For me. And then I tried to do a little bit more with uh, just a washcloth and water, and they, they don't work. It wasn't magic. No. Like, it was missing something. So, other than the Magic Erasers, Mr. Clean Magic Erasers are the ones you have to use. You can't use... The, the other ones, they're not going to work. Mr. Clean, if you want to be a sponsor on the podcast, it's always an option. Yes, and I will take Magic Erasers all day. Yeah. <laughs> not from you, Dollar General, or the Dollar Store, I'm sorry. Yeah. But uh, other than that, there's other stuff that you can only get brand name. Only brand name is the way to go. I can name one myself, but I'm going to let Dave go first, because I already said Magic Erasers. Okay. Uh, I have to... It, I drink a lot of chocolate milk. It is the thing I drink at the end of the night after I'm done drinking beer for most of the evening. I drink chocolate milk. And I have to have Hershey's chocolate syrup in order to make it. I cannot use store brand. Uh, store brand does not work. Right. Store brand does not work to make chocolate milk. No. It doesn't mix right. It, no. it doesn't work. No. It, you need Hershey syrup. I 100% agree with you on that one. And actually, my next one, um, and I'm sure uh, you're probably not going to dispute me on this one either, but uh, you know, a chocolate sandwich cookie does not an Oreo make. Oh. <laughs> yeah, fuck Hydrox. Yeah. Like, or, any, <laughs> or any fucking yeah. chocolate sandwich cookie that tries to you know, fool me. You're not yeah. fucking fooling yeah. anyone. You you're are not, not an Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> like it does not it does not work yeah um so that's another one oreo cookies you, you need oreo i'm a fan of uh hellman's brand mayonnaise and not really a store brand uh, uh, uh mayonnaise is mayonnaise in my mind okay if i'm making like uh something like uh mm-hmm. some sort of salad that involves a mayonnaise like egg a or tuna salad or, egg or, or pasta or whatever <laughs> Something that you put mayonnaise in, mm-hmm. I, uh, that's okay. But if I'm just putting it on a sandwich, I would definitely prefer to have a Hellman's. brand name. You got a huge mosquito on your face. Oh, okay. So Hellman's mayo. I I do not agree with you on that one. I think okay. that uh, I think that split the room. Split the room. Yeah. Ooh, ooh, first time. First time on this because the other ones were pretty pretty cut and dry. Um, what else? I mean, and you know, adhesive strips. I suppose we call them all band aids, but they're not. Yeah. That's actually the name brand, but I really don't think that a normal, you know, adhesive strip is any better or worse than mm. a Band-Aid brand. Do you think you need the Band-Aid brand? No, no. I will buy a generic adhesive strip. Yeah, that's, yeah, that's a little different. And I will buy generic of the other things as well. I just won't uh, like myself after I do it. <laughs> I will not buy chocolate sandwich cookies. Oh, yeah, I don't think I would ever buy those. Like, I don't like them. There's people out there that, there's people out there that prefer a Hydrox. Well, maybe not prefer. I don't think anyone could prefer that to an Oreo. I don't, like, that's just stupid. But there's people out there that don't mind a Hydrox. Like, I don't think anybody's going to the store ever and going, oh, you know what we got on the list today? Hydrox cookies. I'm pretty sure that that's just, uh, they buy them because, like, they're out of Oreos. Right. 
You know, or, or, there's, save, a, or there's a sale. Or they're saving money. Yeah. Because Oreos are pretty expensive. Oh, they are. They yeah. Are. It's a family pack, though. Party, big party pack there is only like six bucks. That's pretty good. That's not bad. But chocolate sandwich cookies are not so good. Vanilla. I, what if I have a family of one? The, the, you, you're going to want that pack. <laughs> you're going to want the party pack for that. That's like eight bucks. Party of one. I don't, I don't buy a whole lot of Oreos because I will sit there and eat most of them. Yeah. So I, I try not to do that. I have to yell at my kids for doing that when, in all actuality, as soon as they go to bed, it's what I'm going to do. And I've, I've started just yelling at them, like, stop eating all the cookies because I want to eat cookies too. Like, don't, don't like, stop eating cookies because it's going to make you sick. They don't care about that. They're like, that's fine. I'll puke and rally. I'm eight. It's fine. And I'm like, no, just stop eating cookies because I want to have some fucking cookies later. That's it. And then, like, if they eat them all, I make them feel bad about it. Guilt. I'm like, um, I'm using that. I'm trying that technique. It works for generations and generations of people. Um, yeah, somebody just got shot here. I feel a little guilty about that. Even though I had nothing to do with it. Uh, if you're listening, authorities. Um... So anything is, else that you need the brand any, name? Was there anything you prefer a off brand, like a store brand to? Mm. For myself, and I know most of our listeners are probably local to this area. We have Wegmans, and their store brand is very good at a lot of things. Yeah, they have a buffalo sauce that I prefer to uh, Frank's version of buffalo sauce. Whoa. Frank, Frank's Red Hot. Frank's Red Hot, I put that shit on is, everything. Is great for the Red Hot, but Frank's makes a buffalo sauce as well. Yeah. And I prefer the Wegmans one over that, and over the Anchor Bar one. Yeah, wow, wow. Wegmans does a good job on yeah. their shit. Um, if you're from out of town and you don't know about Wegmans... Suck it! Yeah, you better... Uh, don't suck it. If you don't know, your ass better call somebody and they'll tell you how great Wegmans is, because Wegmans is a great place. Um, but... There is one more, Dave. There's one more that, that they never quite get right uh, when it's an off-brand, and it's Dr. Pepper. They can't do it. Dr. Thunder, Dr. Pop. They, there's so many off-brand Dr. Peppers, and they can't get it. They can't do it. Um, and I, I think they're all just... I think it's the 23 flavors, probably. It is. Right? They can't figure out the 23rd flavor. Oh, really? They're getting the first 22, you got right? the first 22. Some, some of them aren't getting it. Some of them are like... They're well, all... They only got about 18. No, no. See, they're all getting roughly 22. Like, it's all within the 20 to 22 range, but they're not all the same. They're I all think, missing... I think the 23rd flavor is not. It is. And they don't have it. And a PhD. <laughs> That's what makes you a Dr. Pepper. I mean, right. so, Dr. Pepper, if you're listening... There's only one Dr. Pepper. You can't, you can't beat it. But on that note, like the Wegman's uh, Mountain Dew isn't too bad. Yeah, I think it's Mountain Mountain Dew's another one for me. I don't like any brand name. Brand. You have to have brand name Mountain yeah. Dew. Yeah, cola. Do you like generic cola? No, I don't. It's got that. It's got a weird taste to it, doesn't it? Yeah. I mean, I don't mind generic cola. I will drink generic cola if it's the only option. But. I would much rather have... Which would you rather have? Coke or Pepsi? This is the question for the ages. I turned into a Pepsi person later in life. I don't know what did it. So you used to be a Coke head, now yeah. you're a Pepsi fanatic. Yeah. Okay. I did. I definitely... It was always Coke. I hated Pepsi. Yeah. Was that... Diet Pepsi especially, I hated. And now you drink Diet Pepsi? No, now I oh. also don't drink soda. Oh, yeah. Uh, so <laughs> when you... Is it because when you were growing up, you always had Coke in the house, and then once you moved out, you had the option, and no. then you went with Pepsi? No. Because, I mean, it is the taste of a new generation. Is it still? I mean, I'm assuming. Um, well, no, was that like two generations ago? That was, that was a few generations back. Um, no, it was later. I mean, I moved out when I was 19, and the uh, Pepsi thing didn't start happening until my mid to late 20s, huh? where I, I made the... Need to switch. Oh. If I'm having uh, just soda, I'll prefer Pepsi. But if I'm mixing with something, it's Coke. Mm. Like uh, Pepsi does not work as well. Like you can't have a rum and Coke with Pepsi. It doesn't work as well. It doesn't taste as good because it's sweeter. Yeah, it like Pepsi's sweeter. way sweeter than Coke. Um, you know, and I can't really do a lot of Coke anymore. So. Yeah, 
And you got kids now. Yeah, so it's it's Pepsi for me mostly too. I don't like keeping a lot of Coke in the house. Because <laughs> then I'll drink a lot of rum and Cokes actually. Uh, I was actually, I'm drinking Pepsi right now. You're drinking ice Actually, I'm drinking a generic Dr. A generic Dr. Pepper. I am drinking. You're drinking Dr. Tops. Because Corey continues to buy generic Dr. Pepper sodas, and I'm the only one in the house that's going to drink it. Um, and it's okay. I mean, it's cheaper, though. And it's a- it is. But Dr. Tops, I think they got about 21 of them. They got about 21 of the flavors. So they're missing love. <laughs> And uh, the PhD. Oh. I mean, it's really. Well, he says he's a doctor. You think that's from some sort of? Uh, it's uh, from like community college. <laughs> no, it's like Colombian, like uh, the some Central American school. <laughs> they just uh, mail order. University of Bogota. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, that's no, not. That's not real. From uh, Bogota. Yeah, that or I think Doctor Tops might be like a doctor of like paleontology or something like oh. that like it's a PhD he's not a doctor of soda it's not yeah it's not like Dr. Pepper like is doctor like of soda like yeah. he went to school for eight years to learn about soda and that's it that's all he did he had to pass an exam and he had to do his uh, um, rotation at the, the soda factory at the soda factory yeah and he worked his way up I mean, it's, it's like he, he took his ass cats yeah I mean it's like ER if you think if you think about ER, like uh, Dr. Pepper is pretty much like uh, John Carter, yeah. And he goes all the way from doing his rotation and being a doctor, being an intern and crap, and then he becomes a doctor. But it's it's soda emergencies, <laughs> so like you know swollen cans, <laughs> um, leakage. Leakage. Uh, Are you sure he's not an OBGYN? <laughs> you get swollen cans and leakage. Car- carbonation issues. Oh, carbon. Yeah, um, and it took him. Took him eight years to learn the twenty-three flavors. So I think like Doctor Tops here is like a paleontologist or something. It didn't take quite as many years. But you know, there you go. There you go. So brand names sometimes are better. Most times are better. I mean, we've we've decided that most times brand name is better. We can't really think of an off brand that's better other than your Wegman's yeah, hot but sauce. Like, but that doesn't. I'm really not work. saying, but I don't feel compelled to buy the uh, brand names of other things. That's I think that was the real question you were asking. True. At least that's the way. I was yeah, 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 yeah. Like I mean, I don't need to buy brand name everything. Right. But like, I need to buy Oreos, or I need to buy. I'll buy generic cereal. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Hell, yeah. I eat uh, Fruity Jewels all the time. Oh, really? Can you tell... Do you know what that would be? I like, would think it would be Fruity Pebbles. That's right. It is. Yep. 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 Or uh, um, there's another one, Fruit Loops. I can't remember what they call them, though. It's like Loopy Fruits or something like that. Is it Fruit Rings? Fruit maybe? Rings. Fruit Rings. That's what it is. Yep. And then there's uh, Frosted <laughs> Corn Cereal. My favorite. Uh, cinnamon Toasters. Those are good, too. Those are multi meal cinnamon toasters. Come in a bag. Come in a bag. And that, you know what? No box. I call ca- straight bag. I'm, you're, yeah. You're one of those guys. But no, no, not when it comes. Because I got another one. Cinnamon Toast Crunch. They cannot make it uh, generically and have it taste the same. That's one I need, brand name. You just said otherwise. I, I don't eat those. Oh. I don't eat the cinnamon toasters. I buy them for the rest of the people in my family. And then I buy a secret... Buy them for those fucking dirtbags in the other room. And then I buy a secret box of cinnamon toast crunch and eat it all in one fucking you that, sitting. You keep that in your wall safe. Yeah. I have a packet of Big Mac sauce and a box of cinnamon toast crunch in my wall safe. And that's all I have. Um... So there's another one. I'll leave it. I'll leave you on that with brand name things. Cinnamon Toast Crunch is one for you me. You don't eat the Big Mac sauce with the Cinnamon Toast Crunch. I'm not going to divulge that information until next time on Brand Name Roundup. <laughs> brand Name Only Bitches, I think is what we call it. Brand Name Only Bitches. All right, well, I want to thank Joel for joining us here. Uh, Boozy of Boozy and Baked, uh, Residual Exhale, and uh, he's going to let you guys know where you can find that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you can find us, uh, if you just want to look up our Facebook page, we do have a Facebook page, Residual Exhale. Uh, look us up there. But you can hear us on uh, Spotify, Anchor, uh, Breaker, Google Podcasts, Radio Public. Um, 
those are the five platforms we're on right now. But yeah, check us out. Uh, Residual Exhale. It's just uh, two guys who are just being stupid and uh, having fun talking about different stuff. Yeah, and you guys just started season two. So just started season two. Yep, we're gonna have a, a beer of the week. We're gonna have all all these different uh, new segments that we're working on. Um, it's a lot of fun. Last uh, episode was a lot of fun. We laughed a lot. So. Nice, awesome. Yeah, so go check that out. out. Yeah, yeah, cool. Thanks for joining us. And thanks, guys. Thanks, guys, for having me. Yeah, thanks for coming and check those guys out. Yep. Well, that's it for this week's episode of the Smallwood Sessions. I hope you guys enjoyed it. I want to thank Joel for stopping out again. Remember, check out Residual Exhale on Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcasts, anywhere you find podcasts, really. Check those guys out. They got some funny stuff going on. They changed up their format. It's going to be a little streamlined for you guys. You're going to enjoy it. It's a little shorter than this podcast, but that's all right. Check them out. And uh, once we get back to karaoke at Singers, which hopefully will be soon, check them out Saturday night. We got Boozy and Baked, the Boozy and Baked show. Thanks for stopping by, Joel. We really appreciate it. We can't wait to see you guys next week. We got the podcast of the king. We'll be talking about the greatest of all time. That's right, goat. We're going to be talking about goats, anything, movies, sports, TV, food. What's your greatest of all time? Let us know. Hit us up. Twitter, Smallwood Sessions, uh, Twitter, Swood Sessions, Instagram, Swood Sessions, Smallwood Sessions on Facebook, smallwoodsessions.com. Hit us up and let us know what your greatest of all time is. See, well, I want to see how many people say Michael Jordan. I'm going to say Michael Jordan. But we'll see. We're going to talk about that, and we'll talk to you guys next week on the Smallwood Sessions. Thanks for stopping by.